This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Weather pattern change discussion. Chicago Board of Trade price discovery is being fully driven by weather forecasts. Whether the pattern that has been driving 2023 Corn Belt conditions has changed or not may be a matter of semantics. For the short term through July 10th, the outlook is much wetter for much of the driest areas of the Corn Belt, Nebraska and Illinois. This is not the result of a larger pattern change, however. There's no sign that the Bermuda High, now gallivanting off in the North Atlantic, is coming home. That is necessary to convey Gulf moisture up into the Corn Belt. Cold water off California continues to hamstring the effects of the El Nino materializing. The current main feature of the U.S. weather pattern is the ridge over Texas. This ridge moves around, shifting east and west, determining where the ridge riders bring rain to the heartland and where they stay dry. We've been seeing ridge rider systems flow over the top, bringing rain well, to the areas that have been getting rain while consistently missing key states, such as Nebraska and Illinois and parts of others. Where they have missed, they have been pretty much devoid of precip. We have gotten uncharacteristically lucky where our farms are in northwest Iowa, getting five inches of rain so far this month in five weekly events. That is better than irrigation. The Iowa crop looked better than expected to me on my weekend trip to Davenport, and I noted less deterioration in Iowa conditions ratings last week relative to other states. Precip totals are just one part of drought, the other being temperatures. This has been a cool drought for Illinois and the eastern Corn Belt. Large swings in temperature between daily highs and lows benefited the staying power of these crops. As bad as crop condition deterioration was, it could have been much worse if it had been hot. Cool nights allow stress plants to rest. They also trigger dew points. The shift in the location of the Texas Ridge moved the path of ridge riders so that models now predict rain events in some of the driest areas of the Corn Belt. Ridge riding systems as they have occurred tend to move quickly, so accumulations tend to be modest. They do not sit still so inches get dumped out. They are also hit and miss on totals so that one side of a farm gets more than the other. It is not the same as when the Bermuda High is pumping up tons of gulf moisture that cold fronts turn into deluges. Climate scientist Eric Snodgrass says that it can take seven to eight of these ridge riding events to break a drought. So with the change in the position of the ridge and subsequent path of ridge rider systems, we now see the best chance of rain for the driest areas of the Corn Belt in a long time. Large areas that missed rain show up well in the satellite vegetation maps. It is my opinion that it is not a full pattern change, but many farmers in Illinois do not care if they get a good rain out of it. This is a path change for the ridge riders more than being any kind of pattern change. Crop condition ratings were the second worst in history, but the Chicago Board of Trade is forward-looking and saw the weather forecasts. Given USDA reports at the end of the week and much improved rain outlook, bulls bailed. The week started with a failed rally when the improved weather forecast came out Monday. Low condition ratings caused a knee-jerk market response before long liquidation set in. As far as the weather forecast was concerned, the trade sold the rumor. These forecasts have not been that reliable, but there were things about this one that looked better. The trade chose to take it seriously. Often after the trade sells a rumor, it will buy the fact. The odds of these ridge riders drowning the Corn Belt is likely not high. They are not general soaking rains being forecast. I do not think there's enough moisture in our atmosphere for that absent Gulf moisture flow. 
The rain intensity has been very uneven, and it takes an inch or more at this point to temporarily arrest deterioration. It'll be interesting to see if crop condition ratings just flatten or actually recover if this rain event materializes. The first thing that we have to get through is the quarterly stocks and planted acreage reports Friday. Remember that our crop is determined by harvested acres rather than planted acres, and drought trims harvested acres. There will be adjustments made to account for unharvested acres. The risk of those reports on top of the weather forecast blew out a lot of longs overnight in Tuesday. December corn retraced 50% of the rally for the May low, and November soybeans 38%. The charts were obviously damaged. Impulsive characteristics have now shifted back to the bears. One problem is the head and shoulders top formation on the December corn hourly chart targeting 536. There's an open chart gap at 533. Ironically, all of the selling is not even reined yet in Bloomington, Illinois, in the county that had the largest corn and soybean production last year. I expect that we'll have negative reports and rain factored in by Friday. Sell the rumor is typically followed by buy the fact. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.